Alright guys, this is Derek Soto. We're talking a little business shop and today we're going to talk about a very touchy subject because listen, I'm a marketer guys, okay? I love marketing. Marketing is my favorite pastime. It's like baseball, but better. You know, it's funner. But here's the deal. Go around and ask people if they like ads. When I'm watching Hulu and ads pop up that are a minute and like three or four ads that are that take up a minute and a half every 30 seconds or so, it's getting a little abusive. It's getting a little annoying. I actually hate those ads. You know, when I'm watching my YouTube videos, I often I used I keep them on to see what people are advertising, but after a while you know, if I'm watching something I'm really into, I really, it's annoying when the ads pop up. And I'm not alone in this. Why do you think there are ad blockers? Why do you think people hate ads? Why do you think people are turning to influencers? And I even hate now where influencers, they're forcing you to listen to, to ads that are built right into their content, you know? And so at the end of the day, like, guys, like, if you follow the trend over time, people are not going to love ads more. They're going to hate them. People have developed what's called ad blindness, where they know not where not to look when going to Google, when going to Facebook, when going to these other sites, okay? The fact... Excuse me, the fact of the matter is, do ads work? Of course they do. They work wonderful, okay? But here's the bottom line. People hate them. That's a, that's a fact that we as marketers cannot ignore. So what do we do about it? Do we just cross our fingers and hope that just ads will just stay the way they are or get better or cheaper? No. They're going to continue to become more expensive People are going to continue to hate them more and more. And after a while, they're just not going to work as well. And that's just been proven time and time again. Um, and it's going to get to the point, I don't know how many years, but it's going to get to the point where, you know, we're going to have to think of another way to get our offers in front of people besides the traditional ad markets okay so here's some thoughts about it okay is that what i've been doing to kind of get ahead of the curve on this and not be another annoying you, you know when you get on youtube especially so many bad ads uh people are like hold on before you go and watch that gary v video please just stop you know or stop and listen to this, or I know you hate ads, I hate them just as much as you do, then why are you running it, right? If you hate ads as much as I do, why are you running it, you know? Of course you're running it because you think you have to, because there's no other possible way to get a customer besides running an ad. Is there? Or is there a better way, right? Here's the thing. Think about Google and what they're doing. What Google's doing is they're focusing 
and they're they have deep studies over 200 data points more than that on buyer intent and giving people the information that they're looking for they're using snippets to give people answers they're you know they're trying their very best to give people uh what they're looking for now Keep in mind that people are searching for products all the time. People have buyer intent. People still need to buy stuff. And you want to be there when they are looking for something to buy. If they're looking to buy a product that your product, you know, solve, you know, if they're looking to solve a problem that your product solves, better than anybody else they want that in that moment if you can capture that moment right figure out how to get your content in front of people like that and i'm not talking about doing you know fighting with billions of people for a few top spots on google right that's one very tiny way of trying to get eyeballs to your offer, right? Whether it's making YouTube videos and, you know, hoping that they get ranked, right? Hoping they get ranked because you can't control that. Can't scale that. You can scale ads. So am I saying to not run ads? Of course not run ads. As the the party's still on, so keep partying on and don't miss out, okay? But I believe as marketers, we have to be forward thinking and think, play chess. And chess, there's a such thing called as the long game, okay? Which is like, okay, well, you know, What's, you know, I'm seeing 20 moves ahead. What's going to happen in move 20, right? So if you're seeing 20 moves ahead, that's 40 moves because you have to count your opponent's moves too, right? So how do you advertise to people without bothering them, right? Interruption marketing works for sure, okay? Of course it does. People are spending millions every single second whether it's TV ads, you know, aren't you tired of hearing about another drug um, that helps with depression or lowers your immune system? You know, every time you go to watch a show, you learn, you hear about these medications from these pharmaceutical companies or a brand new car or a new electric car from a company that's trying to keep up with the trend that Elon made popular with the electric cars. Guys, listen, guys and gals, you know, there are people with buyer intent, okay? They're looking for products that they want, that they want to buy. There's places that people go where they expect to buy things. Think Amazon. Think um, different search terms for Google, Facebook Marketplace, Etsy, all these other kind of places. 
uh, Shopify, stuff like that. People are looking to buy stuff at these places. They expect to buy stuff at Walmart.com. They expect to buy. Now, am I saying to do FBA or Walmart stuff and get a $0.04 commission? No. But it's the idea of, wait a minute, there are places that people go where they expect to buy, you know. So how do you take advantage of that, okay? How do you get in front of people that are ready to buy right now and they're looking to buy stuff? How do you get your product in front of those eyeballs, okay? Instead of spending $20 per click or $10 per click for inter interruption marketing, where someone's going to Facebook because they want to see what their buddies are up to, and you, and you shove in their face an ad about your new marketing course, they're like, I'm not even looking for that, you know? So you got to be super ninja about how you do it, and it works to a degree, right? But are the costs going down or up, right? Cumulatively, they're going up, and they're not coming back down, guys. Okay, guys and gals, they're not coming back down. So continue the party of advertising, but think in the future of, like, what does the future of ads look like? What does the future of advertising look like? Should you get into the content game? And if you do, how? How do you create content that people want to consume, right? So say, for example, I'll give you a quick, easy example, okay? And people are already teaching courses on this stuff. But, you know, so you make a YouTube channel that talks about marketing. And people that like marketing, like me, watch those channels. Well, guess what? If there's an ad for something that has to do with something that I'm looking up, I'm naturally going to be interested, okay? And not if it's an ad, really, because I hate ads, really, to be honest with you. Even the marketer, I hate ads. But more so that if you make the content in such a way that you passively recommend something, not even like influencer marketing where someone is paid to, to you know, thanks NordVPN for sponsoring my video. And let me read this 30-second script they make me read in order for them to pay me. No, not that kind of marketing. Because it's still interruption marketing. And some people have gotten smart and found ways to integrate into their com comedic, you know... Um, content, but it's still annoying, okay? So how can you, you know, think, of, think about this. Movies that have, like, the character drinking a can of Coca-Cola, right? Or drinking a certain type of beverage or a certain type of food or whatever it is. That's advertising. It's just more subliminal, but it's there. But it doesn't annoy you. You're not annoyed that Dwayne The Rock Johnson is drinking his own alcohol line in his movie. 
you might not even notice it subconsciously, right? Or consciously, but subconsciously you do, you know? So as you're delivering content, you know, can you deliver, can you advertise your, your stuff in a very non-intrusive way by default it, it, that it, in a way that it just makes sense? Like it's the next step in what you're doing. So you're giving free content and you're like, the next natural step is to do this, which is to check out this program or this adventure or this path or whatever it is, or this cheat cheat or whatever it is, something that's going to help you to get the result you want, right? E-learning is a huge market that's growing every year, and people are, are, are looking up stuff, and they're trying to learn stuff, right? So if you make a chart, uh, channel of content where you're teaching people stuff that they want to learn, and you want to make it easier for them, you can offer, you're, you can make an offer to them. You can add them to your list, and you can make offers to them in subtle ways, giving them valuable content, and then at the bottom saying, hey, if you'd like more help with this, click here. Either way, enjoy the content. Is that pushy? No. Are you forcing them to listen to an ad? Nope. They aren't, they're only going to click that when they're good and ready. But when they're good, but as you build your pipeline every day, many people will be good and ready, right? And they'll click it, and they might not buy the first time. They most likely won't, but that's a touch point. So you can track that touch point, and you can measure it, and you can mess around with where you put your, your soft ad, right? Your soft offer. And if you can master the soft offer or the stealth offer, right? And we could talk about these kind of offers later because they take up, they, they could take up a full uh, podcast episodes. But essentially, there are stealth offers and soft offers and all this other stuff where, it, you know, the super helpful offer, there's many different, the friendly offer, there's so many different types of offers you can do. The essential offer, like the irresistible offer, the impossible offer. There's so many kinds of offers you can do where not only are people not annoyed by it, but they're thankful for it because you're actually providing a solution to a problem that they have or something that they want to learn and they want to learn it completely and not try to put together a puzzle by going to YouTube and looking for different videos and just being bombarded with crappy content or hypey people and just being annoyed to death. But at the end of the day, like, if you're providing super valuable content, you know, solving micro problems for them, you know, it's a good teaser because they're like, man, this person, and it, you're giving them stuff that helps them to get quick wins. And eventually, like, 
they just get to the point where you've teased them enough where they're like, dude, I, 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 I want this course. I want their product, you know? So you have to think about how do you get a person to think, I want to buy, you know, I want to buy this person's product. Like, I just want to buy it. Like, it's their idea, right? How do you do that? You know, how do you build the know, like, and trust in such a way where it's their own idea? Okay. If you can master that by delivering awesome content, you don't have to worry about what happens to ads in the future. Because whoever can master um, subliminal offers, um, soft offers, um, essential offers, all these kind of things that we'll define later, right? If you can master um, getting people to come to the conclusion on their own that they want to buy something from you, they want, like, they just, they want to be part of your ecosystem, they want to be, you know, they they want to buy your product. They want to they want to buy your e-learning stuff, right? People are spending billions of dollars a year in e-learning, and how do you make it so that they decide on their own? You know, I want to buy this person's stuff. They're cool. Like I like them. I like this person. I want to buy their stuff. What do they have to offer? right, and it's their idea, well, you couldn't even talk them out of buying your stuff, even if you wanted to, you're like, you know, I'm not really selling something, they're like, but I want to buy something from you, you know what I mean, or it's like, it's a, it, it, now that's a ridiculous, you know, example, but the point is, you know, if you do this in the right way, people are going to want to buy from you, and you wouldn't be able to stop them if you tried, right? And so I would really spend a lot of time figuring out how to master this. Because not only are you going to save a truck ton of money on advertising, as it becomes more and more expensive and more and more annoying, and platforms are becoming more and more annoying and and demanding and, 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 you know, unreliable kicking you off the platform because you said a wrong word, you know, or whatever it is. Or if you double your ad spend, it's, it, 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 it screws with the algorithm in such a way where you actually lose money, which shouldn't make sense, right? But it, that's what's happening. And, Especially with Facebook. Now people are migrating from Facebook and running into YouTube. Well, guess what's going to happen? You know, YouTube is going to start their shenanigans once they realize that they own the, most of the advertising eyeballs. Uh, because marketers are going to ruin it. Because marketers always ruin platforms. Because they abuse them. Okay, because you get too many marketers that don't understand marketing and they abuse the platforms and they 
They care about loopholes and tricks and making the quick buck instead of following basic principles. So they're, they're going to ruin the platform. So you have to figure out how do I monetize free content without having to make 10,000 pieces of content, okay? How do I get people to want to be part of my ecosystem where they are learning from me, you know, they're e-learning from me on my platforms that I own, and I make offers to them in such a way that it's their idea, or I plant the seeds for offers in their mind to the point that they want to buy from me and I'm building my pipeline and the link is there and they can't help but be like, you know what, I got to buy this thing. You know, I'm ready. And they've just talked themselves into buying your product, right? Your evergreen product. And it could be high ticket too. So I would just kind of think forward like this, okay? Um, and then you just save yourself a lot of headache and you'll be ahead of the curve and you'll be selling, you know, courses on how to, how to sell to people without selling to them at all. How to sell to people without running a single ad, you know? How to sell to people without sending them an offer every four seconds in an email and burning your email list, you know? It's more, it is more important than ever to take care of your email list. It is more important than ever to segment your email list, okay? Gone are the days where you can just send a blast email every day and get a ton of sales. Way gone are those days. Way gone are the days where you can even send a blast email and have it get good results, really, for most people, okay? Because at the end of, at the, end of the day, you got to get truly personal with people, okay? To the point where they feel a deep connection with you, Right? that they feel a kinship with you and segmentation more than ever is more important to build that more personal relationship marketing. My personal belief is that relationship marketing is the future because it was the past. It's what's always worked and it's what always will work. So all, after all the gimmicks, and all the stuff fade away. What will remain is what's always worked, which is relationship marketing. So if you get really good at that and get good at using software to automate relationship marketing, you're going to be ahead of the race. All right? So I, these are things to think about and to inspire you to think about, huh, how can I get good at relationship marketing, okay? And how can I get other people to not only buy my stuff, but make a product so good that other people can't help but tell everybody about it, everyone that that they feel relevant, that they're that you're getting tons of referral traffic, right? And you can measure this stuff. So at the end of the day, guys, and you can even incentivize it. You can gamify stuff. There's so many options. We have more options than we ever did before 
to make relationship marketing really awesome and fun. It can be fun. You're, you're, the way that you market to people can be super fun to the person being marketed to. So instead of being annoyed, they're entertained by it. They, they, they enjoy it. They're like, they have their ideas like, you know what? I'll, they just, they come to the conclusion magically on their own because you put this, you planted enough seeds, right? Over time, as you build your pipeline, where people just are like, you know what? I want to buy this guy's program. I like this person. Or I want to buy this girl's program. I really like her. She's cool. You know? I trust her. Like, her. I trust him or her. Like, their program, like, I, I want their program. I want their course. I want their adventure they're selling that will help me to get this result. I want this result bad enough and the pain is bad enough. They're not buying just because they're in so much pain, right? But what the, some of the best sales is like when people want to buy it because they like you. They're buying you or they're buying your brand because your brand treats them right. You're... They like the way that your brand makes them feel, okay? And you're taking, you're utilizing um, and mastering relationship marketing, okay? Relationship marketing is the oldest type of marketing, and it is the, it is the type of marketing that will never go away, okay? It is here to stay. And my prediction is whoever becomes, whoever masters relationship marketing the best will win. Okay. So we'll talk soon. God bless.